Honestly, I just thought you'd think it was kind of like funny. This chick's real into you, and then like, hey, if you're really into her, I, you know what? I swear to you, I like a stack of Bibles on my children's My life. point is, that I was don't... my thought. Okay, all right. Well, listen, I believe you, uh, then, I, but I, I don't not to embarrass I know, you. I know you believe in the Bible, and that, right. that means a lot. No, I said my children's <laughs> lives. Okay, so what was I going to tell you? Oh yeah, I got a check in the mail yesterday for a dollar six cents. The check caused more to write. I know. What was it for? It was for, remember a hundred years ago I was on the Larry Sanders show? Yeah. The name of the episode was New York or LA. And I did like a little walk on. So I got a residual check for a dollar six and I'm looking at it and I go, you know what? I signed the back of it. I'm going to cash it because you have to. I have box office drawer. Why are they not contacting me to do more films? You got a name. I you got could a name, do and, another... I, and I put seats and I put people in the seat. You could do another movie. Why really? was I not tapped for the new Batman to play Scarecrow? I think you know your problem is you're too picky. I, I, that's true. I have You've been offered some... a lot of roles, and you always find a reason to say no. Well, one, they had you're... me chasing a dog. A dog was chasing me for an entire weekend, and I locked myself in a in a safe, and I can't get out. That was the whole movie. Wow. And I turned it down. I I said, have, but uh... they didn't even offer you Scarecrow this time around, huh? No. They didn't offer it to me last time around. <laughs> sure. No, Howard Howard has totally stopped touching Jeff. Yes. There was definitely a sit-down there. <laughs> but I think it's a germ thing. What do you think the Australian Italians had a sit-down? I'm just saying. I think it's a germ thing with Howard, too. Nope. Yeah. Where was his germphobia for 15 years? Exactly. It was germ nowhere. Yeah, right. Germphobia. It's like fucking. He I think he fingered Kendra Jade. He touched Houston's tits on a regular basis. He had no germphobia. It's a plague, and it affected you in a way that when you met John, you probably felt like, in a way, you were each kind of. Between the music, the musical mm -hmm. connection, and both losing your mothers, John was almost like your mother and you were his mother. In, in a way, you've kind of filled a hole for each other. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of QF, quite frankly, on Howard Stern Podcast. I'm your host, Jay James Santee. Some of you may like me, some of you don't. Today, I am going by Howard's Baked Potato by Grillo. That'll be, that's my catch for today. And, of course, I am here with the lovely and uh, mysterious, because we haven't seen you in a while. We haven't coupled up in a minute. Uh, that's Ms. true. Raven, how's everything going, dear? Everything is going great, um, other than this butt-ass cold weather, which you seem to be fine with. Um, we're about the same temperature where we both are, so some of us handle it better than others. Um, I'm, very, I'm, very, I'm very much a polar bear when it comes to these. I, I have, like, windows open. I'm just letting it just letting it breeze through. Gets the blood pumping. <laughs> <laughs> so for this episode, we are going down the... Um, memory lane since we are the i guess pretty much the historians of the show yeah and we're the old folks around it, here exactly and uh i came across this one i thought this would be right up our alley this was the um the year is 95 uh, miss america his a wiki second book is coming out and um the gang has gotten a sneak peek of what was written about them in the book and um, I don't think they were much, uh, none too pleased about it. 
No, if I remember correctly, this uh, took up quite a bit of time on the show. And um, yeah, that well, it's all the stuff we loved about the show back then was all the infighting within the staff. So I, I love it when they can finally, you know, give back to him a little crap and a little shit. But honestly, I think they're all fucked up in their own way. And that's, you know, some of them we like more than others. And um, it's just the craziness that was going on at the time. I mean, we're talking 95. So that's 30, almost 30 years now. Yeah. I, I, I think that um, when we, we look at the passages as such of how he described Jackie, uh, Fred, and especially Robin, I believe that he might have opened up his door of honesty here that he had his real mm-hmm. his real true self come out on paper and um knowing him he would probably sat back and and thought well maybe that's a little bit too honest and uh Judith Regan and 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 the other um co-writers of the book were like no 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 you're going to leave it you're going to leave it leave it because this is the honesty you're going to want to get and you're going to want to get that 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 reaction from the crew. So, um, yeah, it 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 was is something revealing on how how he really looks at his his cohorts and his 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 ride or dies with him. I especially enjoyed the parts about Robin in the book that um, Fillmore was so kind to send me the exact pages I needed. And rereading them now, it's like, holy shit, she had a big mental like breakdown almost on a weekly, um, if not daily basis. Right. And the people would, you know, run and hide in fear. And we talk about that and joke about it, but to see it in print like that and how he describes her and there, some of the things in their relationship, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty telling that, you know, she can freak out as much as she wants to leave her, let's say. Right. And then all of a sudden she becomes logical and rational and it's like, no, no, we need to do this and this. And like, I just, I, I know she just loves being in the middle of drama. I know she's a Leo with a lot of Leo in her chart. People <laughs> don't want to hear the astrology stuff. That's fine. But let's just say we know that she loves attention, good, bad, or ugly. And she's going to fling it around in the minute she senses it. So, yeah, let's get rolling on this. Yeah, this is going to be very interesting, very interesting. Like I said, this is from 1995. Uh, uh, the crew fight over Wiggy's book. Good morning, everybody. How are you today? Jackie, Fred, good morning. Did you guys get to read your stuff in the book? Got to read a little bit of it, yeah. What did you think? <laughs> jury's is, still out. Jury's still out. Definitely, jury's still out. I'm, I'm still into the OCD chapter right now. I see. <laughs> no, it's it's great. I'm just uh, my jury's out on how pissed off to be or how much to laugh. Yeah, I want to <laughs> read Jackie's and I want to compare it with Robin's. Yeah, I want to read Fred's. And <laughs> yeah, right. I feel like Robin. <laughs> Part of me thinks, <clears throat> excuse me, that they're waiting for Robin to explode first. And then they're going to sit back and ride her coattails on this. Nobody wants to really be the first one to fire at him. And they're they're just, 
they're simmering right now. Right. Uh, it's it's like they got this smug look, and even Jackie said, I don't know whether to laugh or be angry. Well, you know, Fred, obviously, he's going to be angry. I don't think Fred got it. Well, yeah, Fred got it kind of bad, but let's let's keep going. Yeah, they, they, you could tell that they, this was this was stewing. They're just waiting for Mount Olympus mm. to blow up, Mount, o, Mount Ophelia to blow up. Being the day after the assassination, <laughs> you were definitely good cop, bad cop. He's yeah. a nice guy. Well, he I told sucks. all your, he I sucks. Told, He's a nice with guy. you. I told all your bad stories, and then I told how great you were. I thought you were very nice to Jackie. Well, you yeah, yeah you know what? That, oof, did you see the oh. face? Oh. <laughs> yes, I did. Jackie sitting there giving the compliment sandwich kind of statement, and then here she comes. Woo! I love it. Oh. Judith Regan, my editor, thought I was too nice to everybody, and uh, especially oh, I Robin. I you were horrible to me. Oh, oh you can't be serious. <laughs> you you oh, can't be serious. I was, like, I was told I wrote a love letter to you. I know that face. Well, I'd hate to see when you, when people you don't like. Oh, really? You didn't like it? Mm. <laughs> Oh, so you did read my book. People told I only me they read you that part. I oh. read about me, Jackie, and Fred. I see. And you thought I was nice to Jackie? I felt sorry for me and Fred. Oh, uh, really? And you thought Fred <laughs> was bad? You. Fred, I you thought you were bad? I thought I was, I'm humiliated. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, Fred and I will go cry. Because I had a gay relationship with you? No, yeah, right. <laughs> that, that's obvious. That was the know. one lovely thing that's you said. That's the one nice part about it. At least it there was, was love. I didn't write you were super talented and my friend. I didn't I didn't. It was sort of love. So, for the record, Howard wrote in the book that he was peeing at a urinal and he had he was pee shy, and Fred was next to him, glaring at his button penis. And then suddenly, Fred reached over and, with like the precision of a doctor, jerked him off, and he was better than any woman he ever had. And then he's like, "Ha ha! I tricked you. You know, you thought you were." gonna get some gay stuff from fred and i but we're the most manly men like but even back then he, he was dancing around this topic mm -hmm. and he had to throw it in there he's always making references even current day to him and fred doing gay stuff so it's just all, an observation there it's often fascinating when i go down uh memory lane mammary lane when i go down this way and the amount of gay stuff that come up through the years and it's an automatic go-to for for him and it's it, and it's mainly him because they lead him in down that road uh i meaning that he leads them down that road sorry like you know mm -hmm. he'll mention something gay and then you know fred will do the the affect and it's like Ooh. uh but it's usually him he is the the ringleader the ringmaster how much play did they get out of the backside boys Right. Remember the the parody song? I mean, yeah. I think I've heard that at least a thousand times over the years on replays. And back back in the day, that was like a daily thing, like a go to. So right. yeah, they kiss tonight. <laughs> yes. Lost and everything yeah. else. I agree with your friend. Yeah, but I don't agree yeah, with yours. Real clear. <laughs> the in fact, a guy from New York Magazine interviewed me. I said, and he said. Um, so why were you so easy on Robin? Why do you what I said, well, I feel that way about Robin. I really, you know, she's my partner on the air and I feel yeah, I feel really good about her. You Fred, you didn't think I was rough on Robin, did you? I haven't read the oh. entire thing, but there have been so, parts that I saw that were a little bit mm. I said, Well, why well, I don't feel badly about Robin? Why would I write badly of her? Well, 
Well, it, it, it was more that you didn't write the truth. What, oh, really? What is the truth? Oh. What, what do you mean? I, keep I don't looking. Even, keep looking. I'm trying to find the truth. I'm just, I'm guessing. Keep looking. Is that right? What did you uh, think I got wrong? Well, there was one thing, you know, like you were talking about some... You, first of all, you never faked any illnesses to get away from me. Oh, I did. Don't even lie. No, what that's true. What illness did you fake? True. Um, oh. you, he's mentioned that years, years uh, after their their Washington days and then the NBC days, you go K Rock, and he's mentioned that he's done that. So that's not that's not new news to them at this time. No, and leave it. You know, it comes natural for him to make it about himself mm. being uh, hurt having um being in a bad mood things aren't good at home uh depressed or something bad happened to him he's gonna play that shit up and he's doing it for sympathy and so she won't get mad at him that's what he wrote in the book um there's there, there's a lot about her mental health that she i'm guessing that's the part she's really gonna say is not true that he's lying about yeah there, there's got to more- deny that there, there, there's always been more on the underline with their relationship. Mental health has been and has and it always will be from this time out the 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 real crux of their relationship. She reminds me of many of the individuals that I come across come across in my career where in their mental state it's very accusatory. It's everyone else's fault, but not mm-hmm. looking in themselves. And this is the same kind of look that we we're seeing with Robin. Well, my other thing is I'm torn between how she looks at Howard more as like a daddy or as like a lover, more like um, not so much the sexual part because she did pass that on the lie detector Mm. where they asked her if she ever had sexual thoughts about Howard and she said no. And the test said that she was telling the truth. She was not being deceptive, (laughs) but... um, She passed that. <laughs> it uh, it just makes me wonder, like, does she see him as just like she wants to be his best friend, or is it like a father figure, just like a hunger for, you know, someone to mm. appreciate her? Because it even references the book about him screwing up her birthday gift with Allison, buying her theater tickets, and him not going to the theater, sending the kids and Allison to spend the birthday with right. Robin, and that's one of the things that like. He mentions in the book, like, he doesn't let go of that. How pissed off he was at her for making a thing out of that and getting mad. So these two are like a ping pong match of gigantic asshole proportions that just keep, they know how to push each other's buttons and they know how to play each other. So I I, I especially enjoy hearing about those two a, a little bit more than Jackie, Fred, or Gary. Yeah. But... That's just me. They're, they're two individuals on the periodic table that actually had supposed to meant to be together to cause combustion and cause this kind of <laughs> within the group. <laughs> to come in and say I was sick. When we were at NBC, I even told you that in your interview with me. You didn't put it in. You lie. I used to always uh, fake stuff to get right, by you. Sure. Like what? You know when Robin was real mentally ill? 
Like yeah, I would. I suppose you didn't hurt days. your leg the day we were. Fired. No, not that far. You no, were, that was real. And, and you didn't have uh, a hole in your butt. No, you I had all that. Constant throat problems. It was all my fault. No, whenever you would get like no, whenever you would get like really weird, I would just go up to right, you and I would say, sure. I figured I out a way to handle you. No, well, I don't think this is a bad thing to say. Yeah. I say when whenever you would get really weird. In fact, my wife knows this. I'd say, you know what? I'm going to go in and just tell Rob and I'm sick. Mm -hmm. And then she'll mellow out. Mm -hmm. And sure right, enough, yeah. it would work. Sure. It, okay. Ask her. Right. Ask Allison. I know yeah, how to play you. Fine. Fine. <laughs> you think that's, that's insulting? That's not true. Okay. That's not true. Well, she's she she can't come to grips that yeah, I could probably lead someone down that road to be that much of uh, uh, a preventative to work with because I, they have to make stuff up because I was that much of a pain in the fucking ass. Like it, it, there's certain instances that, that you, you have to, you, you have to deal with certain coworkers or certain individuals. Like, I just can't deal with this person. I'm just going to just do this. And she's not coming to grips that, yeah, you, you're that much of an ass that people that would have to make this stuff up. And to be that consistent, like the sun rising and setting every day, you know what you're going to get when you deal with this high maintenance type of, drama-filled person who right. could give you the silent treatment for days and you don't even know what the fuck you did yet she's carrying around this big grudge it's it's unbelievable i i thank god i don't have people like this in my life i've run across them but i make sure to like dodge and dive as fast as i can to avoid no, I just, that i just ignore them i it, it, you know sometimes it's it's a it's a uh a, a person in charge uh, someone I have to deal with, I, I it, especially when it's at work, it's like just give me my assignment, let me know what I got to do, and keep it moving. I don't have to have any other interaction with you. That's it. That's the key. God bless you. <laughs> you can't you can't argue with me about it's true. I know it is. True. I know it's no. not true. Oh. You were sick almost every other day because you were sick. No, I was sick many times. But many times I would fake it. Many times, Howard, you were an ill man. Okay, all right, go ahead. Ill. But that's not a bad thing about you. That's saying something about me. But go no, ahead. Th but that's a lie, and it, yeah. it makes me look bad because you had to feign illness because I was so out of my mind. <laughs> you were out of your mind, I and anyway, so I got out through of it. My mind with you. Anyway, right, I got right, through sure. it. Is my business. By this point, you can see the um, the foam. Building up at her sides of her mouth, <laughs> she's just ready to be rabid. She's ready to go. <laughs> and in the back, I picture Jackie and Fred just like rubbing their fingers against yeah. each other, like, "Yes, our evil plan is working. Exactly. She's going to run this for like ten minutes, and then we'll we'll start pecking away." But they're dead silent right now. You do oh, not yeah. hear a word from them. No drops. No nothing. It's just her. Fred's not even playing her music at this point. This is this is this is at a simmer. They're just waiting for it to boil. <laughs> this is great. Sure, 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 sure. That's one thing. Go ahead, next. The next thing is, uh, let me think. That's a silly thing. There was there were two, you combined two conversations into one argument that happened years apart. Which one was that? Uh, the one where you say uh, something about uh, the the argument at K-Rock. You took a conversation know. that you had with me years before, before I went into therapy, and you combined it with that. Mm. Oh, I'm not sure. I, do, do you know what she's talking about? I wish I'm, I had read I haven't this. read the chapter. Well, you should go read my book. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we can follow along. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what you mean. There, you talk about this argument where we were, wound up crying. Yeah, you talked well, about it in your was, book. But that you have two different conversations there. 
You have, you're saying things that you said to me years ago before I went in. And then you say that Jackie is the reason I don't argue with you anymore. Yeah, that's my theory. Which is totally ridiculous because Jackie didn't work with us. That's one of my theories. No, no, not, not the reason you don't argue with me. I think he cheers you up a lot. She is surgical right now. She is going through yeah. sex. Uh, like if she's doing open heart surgery. She is finding every little nick and cranny to break this down. She went and did her homework for this one. How many times do you think she threw the book against a wall or flung <laughs> it across the room? <laughs> the expletives that should have been flying being heard through her uh, million dollar estate and such. What, what could have been going on in that place? Oh, boy. I don't say that he I think he's one of the factors that helps you Jackie? lighten up. Oh right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do. Okay, fine. Well, that's a bad thing to say that I think that you that's and Jackie are stupid. good for each other. Jackie doesn't do anything for me. You're wrong. I see it. <laughs> I know. You said that in the book. She won't say but I <laughs> See, know I know you. I know me, you don't. I'm I told you you disagree. And finally, you you base all your premises on that talk about the uh the birthday gift. Yes. That was a made up conversation. What do you because mean? I decided to create that to see if something could happen. <laughs> so what do you want from me? And I, that, so <laughs> it is based on no truth at all. Okay. Well, I, it's ha for, for you guys at QF who have not yet here uh, to listen to that episode, Fillmore and I went through that one. And um, yeah, no, there's no such thing as that. I just made that up to see her emotions. She was legitimately pissed. Right. She, she She's still... Even to, I believe, into this day, I'm talking about as of the date of this recording, she still didn't understand the whole premise of why uh, or how uh, gifts are to be given, and uh, she she's still steaming from that. She she says that she wanted to see what would happen. Really, it didn't sound like that, and maybe just maybe she was fishing for like a more personal gift from him. You know, right. he said he was going to give her jewelry or something, and she's like, no, no, no. We don't even have to observe birthdays anymore. We're done with that. Like, she's ready to throw it all out the window. But the fact that she's saying this now, that she made that up, no. I'm not buying that for one second. Never. And I think this is why later on down the line when it became the gift-giving thing, he became more extravagant because he didn't want to deal with this madness. He buys her a car later on, uh, later on down, the, down the way, uh, it, you know, probably a plug, but even still, it was just a, 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 a larger than life uh, um, presentation of, you know, of his quote unquote oh, love for her. Over the top. Uh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it, 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 it couldn't be anything as minuscule as a Broadway tickets or a belt buckle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they, they definitely had some birthday gift wars for a yeah, while. Exactly. I think. Yeah. He had, he, he had some doozies. Happened to me. I had a conversation with you. It's yes, but I was checking to see if I could really have a conversation with you about something for real. And I decided to use that to see how far we could go with our relationship. And there, obviously there wasn't anywhere we could go with it. So I had to bail out of that. And it became a big fiasco. It became Ooh. a big mess, but it was not a real conversation. I, I maybe, maybe, maybe I'm cut from a different kind of cloth or I just wasn't around that. But who does that who who sets like traps tests or like <laughs> tests like, yeah of, of one's friendship by laying down a lure to see if somebody's gonna bite or it's gonna work who even does that i i, I that's that's the truth and we we spread it around 
probably every, every episode here. But it's a true test of narcissism. Right. I, absolutely. And here she's hitting a brick wall because she's got just as big or bigger of a narcissist in that, okay, he didn't score as high as her, but he knew how to manipulate the answers right. after going to therapy and what he should be putting down as a human but versus what he really feels. And she just went full bore like narcissist and was like, well, of course it's me. I'm the greatest. And this is what I think. And everybody should think just like me. <laughs> God, I hate her. I, I was for this. When we talk about that, excuse me, especially when it, when with the, the, the test, I, I often question if he was that smart to look at the responses or the answers and say, yeah, I can't answer that because I'm really going to come off looking bad. So I'm just going to see the opposite of it. I'm wondering if he was that, if, if this, if the 79 would have actually been that intellectual at that moment to recognize it. I think because of the wealth he was coming into, he was desperate to look like the everyman, like the <laughs> common guy who could, you know, hold down a job, bring home a paycheck and be that guy, be the family man. And it just, you know, all obviously we knew he couldn't, he couldn't do that. It didn't last much longer after this. Um, he's for sure, you know, manipulate, he, he manipulates things and we, we've seen him lie. We've seen him, you know, stutter his way through things, but on a test, you don't have any tells. You just circle right. A, B, C, or D. Right. So if he had enough time to really think about it, or maybe someone got in his ear, maybe Ralph, maybe, um, uh, Buckwald said something to him like, look, on this test, you can't be you <laughs> because right. it's not going to be likable. It's going to people aren't it's not good for your Q rating or your audience. It's going to it's going to hurt you. So that that's a possibility. And it, it, it went so far off that he was like the, one of the lowest. And it was like, how? Like, how yeah. That like, no. That's ridiculous. That's that. That's like acing. uh uh uh, a science exam and you barely know what H2O is. <laughs> it's like, how does that happen? <laughs> well, that's, that's a 79, you know, he doesn't realize like how to come in in the middle. He goes way overboard too far to the right. And then he's like getting the lowest score, yeah. not the lowest, but one of the lowest. Yeah. I, I, I I'm, I'm calling, I'm, I'm calling out someone, someone, someone took that test for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't know that wasn't real. <laughs> I know, and I, 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 well, all of the things you've said, I don't think are bad things. I, I, get I didn't say right that you didn't. Think, right. You don't. Th you never think anything's a bad thing. No. I know from writing a book that most people will never like what you write about them, and you're in that same boat. Exactly. I didn't like what you wrote about me, so we're even. <laughs> it's okay. Time to get another hole in your butt. Yeah. And Fred, I don't care if you don't like what I wrote about you. I know that. <laughs> Never did, never will. I didn't know who to feel worse for, me or Fred. <laughs> you can feel worse for Fred. Yeah. I did feel awfully. I said, and you thought wow, what he said about me was sad. was totally complimentary. Yes, because oh. it was true. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was accurate. Yeah. The one person you got right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Holy Jesus. <laughs> well, Fred, whatever I said, you deserved. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's just recap what was said about Fred. He called Fred a dog. He mm -hmm. said Fred wasn't cultured until he met Allison, that he would eat out of a 24-7 deli standing up and talk to a Vietnamese woman. That was his only other friend. That the only reason he kept Fred around and liked Fred was because Fred picked up records for him when he was working back in the day. And he had so much to do. 
he just threw the records on the floor and he got yelled at. Fred would stay late and do voices for him. Fred basically helped him through that job as the morning man. And um, so Fred took a beating on how un- uncouth he is, well, what a hillbilly he is, mm. um, the gay insinuation. I mean, that was supposed to be a joke, but it was unnecessary. Um, and Jackie, he basically said Jackie's very talented, but he's a cheapskate. And he, he mentions the gifts that he gave him for his daughter, the blue lamp that was meant for a boy, but it was for a girl. And he said that he has, you know, he wouldn't be where he was in the business if it wasn't for him. You know, the old I gave you this life story that Wiggy loves to talk about. Uh, so now for them to compare who got it worse, you know, I... I still say Fred got it worse than Jackie, but the the look on Fred's face after Robin did her whole monologue of why she mentioned the whole birthday gift and she was testing him. Fred had this puzzled look on his face, which just goes to show that he knows she's bonkers and he's learned probably to like, just don't attack that. Don't attack. Don't wake the bear. Right. Because he does, he's probably done it in the past or seen other people do it. And he's he's a quick learner that way of knowing to stay out of it. So and, just a and, few things. Yeah, and he knows that when it, when it came to bringing that up and her saying that she made it up, it did, didn't make her case any better than what it, 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 she's trying to, to argue. It's like, yeah, you're really sounding mental by saying that. As for the Jackie and the Fred thing, and like I said, he, I think he hit the nail on the head on both of them. I mean, it's it's pretty much straight to the point. There's nothing that he's never spoke about. And he's gotten into it uh, a little bit more in the book, especially the Fred thing. I think with the Fred situation is Wiggy can't show or understand what... Um, loyalty really is he'll say that fred is loyal later on in a conversation because he compares him to the dog but he doesn't get the fact that as dim-witted as fred can be and naive to the situation fred still like still stood by him uh but he still can't really uh, because because years later he even has this discussion of saying that i've known fred for 30 some odd years 40 years but he's still not a friend like he's still not a friend to him. No, he's still like he considers him a Martian in this book. Right. That he's he's just weird and odd. He carries around a shovel. He couldn't open a checking account. All these things that, you know, he was going to class and he never slept or whatever he did, it is that he finds weird about Fred. It still comes off as a put down that he's some kind of freaky weirdo. Mm. He doesn't know how to truly be like a regular person in society and he has to be taught and helped. But because he did that one thing, putting those damn fucking records away, he's forever in debt to him and will carry his ass around. I mean, he did compliment Fred on how great he is with drops and sounds and writing, but that Fred won't share his gifts or talents. He won't Mm -hmm. explain how he does what he does. And that bothers him, too, because he Fred knows he's smart, at least in that way, that if he gives up those secrets, he could be replaced. Right. So, of course, you're not going to tell people your tricks and tips to the trade. 
that's dumb. I don't do that at work either because there's certain things that give me job security. And some Mm -hmm. of those tricks are not written down. They're just knowledge in my head. And maybe someday when I retire, I'll give them to some lucky soul. But hell, I mean, I need, you know, it it makes me more valuable. It makes me look good. Same thing with Fred. Yeah. Because Sal did try to do sounds one day and he did a pretty damn good job. But they've never had anybody else, I don't think, do sound drops for Fred in all these years, in like 40 years. Yeah, and for him to do it with Clark's doing that time, it's like, oh, it's it's amazing how he was able to do yeah. that. And they didn't go digital until years later. And it, it reminds me of, I believe it was the, the last show on Terrestrial where they're leaving out of the studio one by one, and it's supposed to be chronologically on how um, Howard came to, um, you know, came to light and a celebrity and such. But rather than Fred being the last one in studio with him because he's the one that came up with him, it was Robin. Huh. Robin okay. was the last one in studio. So that's, it's, I would have looked at, the, if I was Fred, I would have looked at that as a slight. That would have been very, that would have been interesting. Yeah, it. I would put at least the three of them in there it was a three and then it was it was what would have been with robin would walk out and the last two would have been wiggy and and fred and then fred walks out and how would it be the last because that's their history but no it was robin who was the last two in studio with him and he also champions uh, howard champions robin in the book and that could be something that fred could get upset about now he says he acts like he didn't read all of it he only read his part and that might be because he doesn't want to address the fact that even though he's been there longer, he's been more loyal, he's been a better worker, right? more talented possibly than her, that she gets higher praise for being like a natural co-host with him, right. someone that he can talk to and that reads him and they don't have to talk about stuff beforehand. They just jump into it and she defends him, you know, like a pit bull and that their relationship is he compares it to um uh martin and who's who's the old comedy duo martin and lewis martin and lewis thank you mm-hmm. so that's a big compliment for her that she doesn't i don't think she even acknowledges yeah, even but, though uh, even though martin and lewis hated each other <laughs> well <laughs> that's fitting Okay. I, I actually wrote. I I'll thought give I wrote. You a hug later on. Many people told me they Howard, thought that yours was very nice. Howard, whatever I did to you yeah. in the entire time I've known <laughs> you, you to can't get you this serious. angry at me and to, to wrong. Well, the two venomous, of us. I apologize. He, he I have to read Fred's now. Greatly. I don't know what the hell guy, I did to you. He would take a bullet for you. So if you, <laughs> and that's what I wrote. If you gave him crap, I said Fred and I are relationship like um I'm I'm his dog. He's my dog. How much more can you say? <laughs> I said, I no, said, you're his man. He's your dog. Yeah, that, no, no, no. Yeah. I said, like, um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you are my dog. <laughs> What's wrong with that? You're loyal to me. That's the what I said. Should be called pure evil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How to piss off your friends is what the book should be called. <laughs> you know, after I read what but you wrote about me, I didn't this. read theirs because I was so sure you had written such nice stuff about the two of them. That it would make me crazier. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, now, now you're a headache. What made us crazy was he wrote nice stuff about you. Now you're my best friend. Now I have a headache trying to decide which one of those I got to run out and read when, I'm, when we're on break. Jesus Christ. You, got a you know, everybody who I wrote about complained that I was too nice to everybody else and that I wasn't nice to them. Gary said I was most vicious to him. Oh, he, he that was pretty bad. I, yeah. I'll tell you. Well, Gary, Gary got it because of his name. 
and then him being a buffoon as a producer. Okay. I mean, he 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 gets he the majority of his tenure there up to this time was content for the show because he did everything ass backwards. <laughs> it wasn't until, you know, down the line he finally got it. He'd already been with the show for about 10 years. He 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 was there with NBC and then finally when they came over to K-Rock and stuff, they brought him over. Uh he brought him in as a producer and he couldn't, you know, he didn't know whether to take a shit or, or wind his watch. He didn't know what the what, what was going on. And granted, that's the fault of Wiggy because he's bringing in a kid who he could get for cheap to do the job. And he's basically saying, listen, all I need you to do is book guests, line them up, help me with the segments, and that's it. But then the job became more of a taking and he didn't know what the, what the hell to do. He was coming in dressed as though he just came from oh. in a, a Springsteen concert. Like he, he didn't know. He was doing lines of coke off a of freaking women's freaking breasts. Like he didn't know. And mind you, I'm not saying that slanders. He actually admitted to doing that. <laughs> so right. So yeah, but he lambasted him for that, and that you know, and then, and then he he ends it by saying, yeah, but at the end of the day, he's he's my guy. He's loyal. He's loyal and. He's um he does the job that I need him to do when he's able to do it. <laughs> okay, well that's backhanded, backhanded as hell. But right, yeah, I mean he everybody he got for cheap because they were fans of the show. Mm -hmm. They didn't have the experience that they should have had in the business to do this job. They learned on the fly. It you know Ronnie was a fan. Um, Will, Jason, all all those other guys. Julie, they all were fans. It it just goes to show that you get what you pay for. Mm -hmm. And Howard shouldn't be surprised that Bowie ended up the way he was. But how many hours of content of money did he make off of his back? And, you know, then to get mad at him because he has a big old house up in Connecticut. Okay, well. You're the one that created this circus clown. You're the one who put him on the air week after week for all the dumb shit he did because you hired him into that position. There, there's no responsibility, no accountability. It's all, you know, pointing the finger. It's this whole narcissist thing, which is just an the, one of the most evil personality traits, I think, other than being abuse, like physically abusive to right. somebody. That's just, you know, that's a yeah, step too far. When you want when you want a quality, you don't or and you're about to build a house, you don't buy the lumber from Wish. You buy it from Home Depot or Lumberyard. <laughs> Let's be honest. Tell you the truth. Yeah. I couldn't read Gary's. Gary it because was so bad. Because Gary put his pictures, you know, he put places his own pictures. Uh -huh. And I said to Gary, um, you know, did you read what I wrote? And he said, Yeah, I thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of a weird move. Yeah. You gave me um, an earlier version of it. Yes. So you know the part where there's a part towards the end of it where you hammer me for like 12 pages and yes. then you say all this nice stuff about me. Yes. And I was like, it was like a whole paragraph. Yeah. And I read it to my wife and she. Well, was, because that's more or less your on-air persona. But then I told that you are a you know right, a but good I'm, friend and a and a hardworking producer. Right. But you wrote like a whole paragraph. I mean, right. I probably still have it at home. Yeah. And then when the book came out, they cut it out. One sentence. I know. Well, that's that's my editor. How, she said I was too nice to you. Gary's. For she a, cut out my. Right, well, that's what happens. The one nice, you know, the little, yeah. the nice stuff he says is like so minute, <laughs> and then all this other stuff.
Well, by the way, clean-shaven Gary actually looks like the better Gary. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. Um, He's deflecting. You know, he's saying his editor made him take the stuff out because he was too nice. He's too nice a guy, which we know is not the fact at all. Um, He's also got this cheesy-ass grin on his face this whole time because he knows what he's put into place. He's got the wheel... He, he, he's got the wheel turning here on these people and they are just, he loves that they're furious. He loves getting shit from them almost in this position because it's on paper for the rest of eternity. This book, anybody who picks it up is going to read this and they're going to think, well, it's true. Well, they're not going to realize there's no defending yourself when you're put in a book like this, mm-hmm. but he is, he's seriously like if, if he's got that mongoloid goofy smile that we always joke about that Ray said he was born like a mongoloid. I, I know that's so <laughs> off color probably, but I'm sorry. It's it's a show reference. He's got and this is pre uh plastic surgery wiggy that right. we're looking at. I don't I think maybe nose job. I have to I have to look at the nose, but like I think okay, it, that that came after. The chin, mm-hmm. the jowls, the um, you know, all the fillers, they're not even in close yet. The, and the wig is still that. bad. Oh, yeah, the shaved Adam's apple, all of that. It's none of it's happened yet. So he looks even goofier and his glasses aren't tinted. He's not hiding behind a wall of monitors and only one microphone, but he's showing his face quite a bit here, which means that he's proud of what he did. And he's smiling like, yeah, I I fucking got you all. Take that. Because she wrote, Robin wrote a book and wrote stuff he didn't like. So this is just tit for tat. He enjoys Yeah, wig pro quo. Yeah, he enjoys anarchy. When when uh, John and 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 Bowie would go at it, he would just sit there and just smile. And like you said, he had the this this grin like a goofball. Like he just enjoys to he enjoys seeing people in dismay and disgruntled. He he enjoys it. And and Gary, in this sense, he's so damaged by the years of of berating by 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 Wiggy that. Any little compliment is like it's it's a it's a mm-hmm. serving of Thanksgiving dinner. It's like he's he's great. You've been eating shit for fucking three hundred <laughs> days. All of a sudden, somebody gives you a slice of uh, of apple pie, and it's like the greatest meal you've ever had. So you might as well take it. Well, you're not going to get one for a while, so you better hold on to that for another exactly. couple of years. Exactly. Until you know you get another chance. Yeah. Was blown up. Yeah, we're just it's forced, like we're like goodbye with a smile. Right, it's yeah, like, like kicking you and then rubbing it. Yeah, Howard, this, there's like probably 18 pages in the book devoted to me with a picture on every page, none of them flattering. Right. Yeah, that's right. The one of me and my family. Right. And then all it was was a paragraph, and she cut it down to a sentence. Yeah. yeah. Wow. She ran out of room. <laughs> She's a good person. Yeah. yeah. He's real nice. Well, that's it. Those, is that Wiggy's print. art that we saw? Did he draw those pictures? No, those are actually collected from Jackie, Fred. Um, uh, they all would sit in the back, and uh, when they were when they were doing uh, quote unquote their writing sessions, and they would uh, sketch Bowie. That, that's how they made the time go by. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was like, thank goodness you didn't show it to us before. That's right. <laughs> Why would I show it to you? Who wants to get hassled? Listen, I knew this was going to happen. 
And Robin, you knew this was going to happen. Mm. Well, I the, know something now. <laughs> yeah, well, be quiet. I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not even going to listen to you. That, that was the most ridiculous appraisal of what I wrote about you. You lied. Yeah. You lied. You lied. Yeah. Well, if I lied, it, it, I did it for you. Fred and I will. Comfort you each you other stay out of this. You have nothing to complain I, I, about. Oh. Please. You are disgusting. Excuse me. He stomped now, on his face. You stomped on my he face didn't jogging. Know that. Well, well you didn't know that either. I've been around him. And you didn't know that I was feigning illness. Yes, right. Sure. Keep dreaming. I think it's kind of. Oh, you're the only one who is telling the truth. If you, I wish you could have feigned some illnesses. You were so sick. I saved your life. Why don't you say that? How did you save my life? Who was the one who told you you have to get off antibiotics? My doctor. Oh. And my mother. I said it to you first. <laughs> yeah, I know you. Never remember because right you were feigning tale. illnesses while I told you right in Washington, D.C. Oh, boy. I think you kind of talk about a mental illness in the past. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, that's, that's Jackie cheering me up. Yes, he really helps me oh. and takes the news out of everything. You... To, to, to that statement, it became more of, yes, Jackie became more fodder for her because she hated the... Uh, the business negotiations that Jackie will go through, uh, right. running running the interference between the conversations they will have on air, uh, the Ew! and all those uh, subtle uh, sound effects and pointing out her lunacy. That's where I believe Wiggy had the uh, proper uh, uh, diagnoses and, and co correlation for them because yeah. She brought more to the table when she was going head to head with Jackie and his nonsense. That I get. Mm -hmm. As for um, who got it the worst, uh, although you know being compared to a uh, World War II um, dictator and such. Oh right. And being labeled a four-legged canine for the other one. I don't know. Those two. Those two were neck and neck. <laughs> they were. Neck and neck. <laughs> I see the two. I see the two of you wow. in. Um, no, Robert's entitled to her opinion. No, I'm just surprised that I didn't think that it was going to create this much. Oh, I knew dissension among this whole group. I knew it would. <laughs> everyone, I know everyone, everyone on. That's the show. what he loves to do. Everyone's yeah. mad at you now. <laughs> I love this. Who cares? <laughs> I got to sell books. Yeah. Never mind, mad. <laughs> got my own pressures. <laughs> Woof, woof, Fred. Should <laughs> <laughs> I roll over now? Really? Uh, I'm licking my ass. I'm his dog. You're, you're my dog. That's not what you wrote. Don't change it now. Uh. <laughs> Either that or it was bad editing. Come on, help me out with Fred. <laughs> what is it? I, I just like to thank you for the kind word. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, I was real kind to you. Thank you. <laughs> Ralph. You were. Of course. Yeah. So I said you're stupid. <laughs> so I said that you're good at just hanging out in a room for hours looking at a wall. <laughs> I'm a little dopey sometimes. That's right? all. <laughs> would it be would it be unfair to tell Jackie that actually you know his section went through some rewrites and it's much kinder, oh absolutely much a rewrite. No, I I, I I rewrote lots of different things. I rewrote lots of different things. Jackie, I uh, I like to craft everything perfectly. <laughs> I'm the master author. I don't know how you turned Jackie into a genius, but you did. Yeah, give him some credit. You know how you know how abused he feels. He's turned me into a genius. genius. Yeah, he did right. say you were a genius a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I tried, man. He sprinkled it in. Try to make oh, it feel good. Oh, he didn't even see that. You see, you went bent over backwards trying to kiss of his butt, not. and he can't even see it. I said to Gary when I when I wrote this thing. I said, "Oh, Jackie will just see the negative." You could you could say Jackie as, as uh, a genius. I even said Fred was a genius. The same page you said 
I'm downtrodden and I've, you know, I'm right. so sad. And in the next paragraph, it's like, well, Jackie doesn't have a worry in the world. He doesn't care about anything. And that's true. He he didn't he didn't go as hard with Jackie as he did with everybody else because honestly, he does it with him every day on the show. Like he he calls him out yeah. like for his his frugalness, <laughs> uh, which which by the way is always contrary because we also hear stories of of Jackie spending a lot of money when it came to going to like the fryers, whatever the case may be. Who, who knows? Uh, but, you know, holding back during his barbecues <laughs> and, and only giving shrimp and stuff like that. But um, he 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 basically said on his commentary of Jackie was that Jackie brought a new element of the show that we were looking for for the longest time. And he also was very complimentary on the way he writes and how he helps to bring the show mm-hmm. together because Wiggy wasn't as quick-witted as, you know, he thought he was. Also, it, it takes a big man to let someone else take credit for your jokes. Sure, you're the head writer, but you don't get that laughter, that praise, you know, from the mm-hmm. audience about what you wrote. You're just the guy behind the curtain. You know, you've got your hand up the puppet. The puppet's getting all the praise. And here's you writing all this stuff down. So, yeah, he he did give him that in the book. And I think saying how talented he was probably pissed off Robin, you know, because he didn't talk about her talent. He talked about their connection. Two different things. And Fred, it was like, well, Fred's here just because he's a loyal dog. And I have to, you know, give throw him a bone and give him a treat every now and then. Mm. It's yeah. It's very strange. Also... Ralph and his outfit. I can't even go there, <laughs> please. That is just—you can't even take the hood off to put the headphones on. He's I'm, still I'm, fucked high, fuck his, fucking high as hell from the night before. Wiggy's got the ping pong eyes. Keep an eye out for those. When he goes um and he starts to think of what he wants to say, those eyes—they go darting. The crazy eyes come out. So me, I know, I know it very well. <laughs> but all things to watch for. He um yeah. But, uh, this is why it was always mind blowing that he would use uh, he would use Ralph as a stylist because oh, he looks right? he looked and mind you this is not night this is the nineties I understand I grew up in this era but he still looks homeless he looks like he was just on Madison Avenue uh, shaking a cup for change it's dreadful he's fighting homeless guys over a dumpster behind MTV for all the trash they've thrown out from the party partiers that got sick the night before. And he's pulling right. that shit out. Oh, it's awful. Street team, street team. <laughs> right. There's, I feel, oh, I feel, you know what? I have many different feelings about you. I happen to, I, I happen to like you a lot, but uh, you don't all reciprocate. All I know is yeah. that any pitiful compliment you eked out from me or Fred got lost in the quiet. sea of complaints. Yeah. Talk about yourself. You don't have to be Fred's defender. I felt this for him. Yeah. I said, Jesus. I mean, as bad as it is for me. Good Lord, look what he did to Fred. As bad as it is for me. You were in love with Fred, didn't you? Yeah. Good Lord, look what well, he did I to Fred. Well, I love Robin, and I'm sure his chapter is just Thanks, Robin. Thank you. But that's me. weird. Did you, yeah. did you laugh at all those pictures of me? No. You I, didn't? I didn't. Feels bad for you the most. Do you? I'm telling you, by the time I got to you, I was Beaten up so much by the text, I couldn't even read your part. His <laughs> eyes were puffy. She'll get over it. She's strong now. All right, everyone, we're gonna take a break. Yeah, you should just made stuff up like her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I can't. All sing. Thank you, Jackie. Ew. She look. Okay, 
She didn't even bother to read Bowie. She probably skimmed it looking for her name, saw she wasn't there, no mention, moved moved on. Now, the Fred and Jackie, they're in the studio with her. They're more of people she competes with for airtime or to be judged by for, you know, payment by Wiggy or Buckwald or whoever's paying them. I guess at this point it's, what, K-Rock, Xfinity, Infinity. Yeah. <laughs> so... I, I seriously believe she just skims through, looks for her parts, possibly Jack. It, yeah, the Jackie parts because she has she wants to give Jackie shit, and then by reading Fred's parts, she can team up with Fred and go after Jackie. Right. It, it like I said, it's it was easier. It's it was easier for Jackie because of what he brought to the table, as opposed to what they've been dealing with. Uh, collectively for a few years Jackie's already maybe about the same time as Bowie A little around the same time A little bit, uh, probably a little bit later mm-hmm. When he came in and he became full-time with them Around uh, 86 at K-Rock So um, he doesn't have as much of uh, a time period Where Robin and Fred have just been um, <laughs> in the trenches With him dealing with his bullshit for the longest Right, since D.C. or uh, yeah. Connecticut yeah. yeah. Sure. Sure. I could have. I could have. Uh, I could have uh, challenged about everything in that book. Fine. Yeah. I, I don't didn't, care. No, the point is, you're too sensitive. You could challenge it with your lies. Yes. <laughs> people know who tells the truth. Oh yeah, right. I would like to talk to those people. I'm Nobody's building. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? All right, Jackie. All of a sudden, you're going to agree that Howard tells the truth about something. Well, he wrote a good I just chapter said about that me. people that tell the truth aren't in this building. So Jackie doesn't think I wrote a good chapter about him, Fred. He's like, you see, I think I wrote a, good, a nice I thing about everyone. I said that I would like to read the other guy's chapter so I can compare it. He's got to have should. some I kind of uh, thing to compare it to. Gee, Jackie. <laughs> I, went, I went right to Gee, Jackie. I thought Jackie was going to come in and thank me. I thought Robin would thank me and Fred would thank me. Oh. Yeah. I went right to Jackie because I thought you were going to be rough on him. And yeah. I, I thought you were pretty nice. Yeah, I should have been rougher on you, him. You're you right. said some nice things. Of course. It, but he's know, a dick, and he doesn't realize. He that. He's got to have, in other words, Jackie. he's got to have his ass lathered. But wait a yeah. got a huge. Well, it is true about Jackie because there's there, there's been <laughs> there was later on in the articles that he he uh, he was um, with certain reporters, and he discussed about how Howard doesn't really uh, compliment him often, and uh, how he gives his. Um, Backhanded uh, statements and compliments about his uh, his albums and such. And Wiggy's like, I don't listen to your albums. What do you want me to tell you? Oh, you 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 should listen to them. He goes, Why would I want to listen to them when you're here every day? I know what it is, what you do. Mm-hmm. But you know, all he hears is the negative, which is you know he's plugging your 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 tchotchkes every fucking hour <laughs> that's you know he's saying that's complimentary enough what more do you want me to say you know it, it, I, just because i give your your stupid cds away as gag gifts it's still it's still your stuff like but that's all jackie really looks at when he sees when he when he hears wiggy well how can he expect really for him uh, for Wiggy to listen to his stuff when he knows it just pisses him off that right. he's making all this money on the side. He right. wants, he wants, Wiggy wants everybody dependent on him, solely him. They don't want other, them having other gigs or side hustles. So he, Jackie should know that by now. He shouldn't be surprised by any of that. 
picture it wasn't Nancy that he didn't yeah. say. It says F Jackie in at yeah, least a dozen so, places. Yeah. But the point so, is, yeah. he, comp- he goes back to compliment again and oh, again yeah. and again. He might have thrown it, oh, Fred's all right. Yeah, <laughs> After that, saying, that you know, I'm going to keep him because God knows, you know, he did pull my records. Thanks. You know, gee. And, and he is man's best friend. Ooh. <laughs> real nice. <laughs> I feel I real good this morning. Oh. I got to read it. Are you okay? <laughs> Is that laugh? Yes. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a break. And uh, let's take a break. So no, no dirty look. Oh. Not meant to anybody. We'll take a break and we'll be back right after these you words. You put it in print. Whatever. We'll be back right after these words. So, uh,. So now we now we we're we're at another day, as you could tell by the um the fashion sense which Wiggy has he has going on today. Oh my God, the grandpa sweater, yeah. Uh, uh, we're we're anti the the anti Cosby on on this end, and uh, I I I'm I believe this is where they thoroughly had gone through um the chapters now. Okay, so he had to. He was so flustered by them all coming at him at one time. Right. He ran out of a defense. It was enough of the "I'm a nice guy," it's the editor's fault, you know, trying to derail with Robin's made-up lies in her book, and then you know that I'm a nice guy. I thought I did a good job. What's what's everybody upset about? He just he he ran out of gas. Tell you, there was something really weird that happened. Uh, I don't remember because uh, all this book stuff's got me nuts. But uh, so yesterday I'm home. So here's the deal on the book. It, it broke a record. I would hope. Yes. Yeah. It is the it is the fastest selling book in one day in the history of publishing. I thought, you know, I was thinking about that yesterday. Uh, <laughs> well, and that beats, you know, who was the who was the previous record holder? There's a piece of trivia for you. You should be able to get this. Was it recent? Uh, yeah. Fairly recent, within the last uh, three years, I'd say. It was you. No, it wasn't yeah. me. No, I was the fastest-selling book in history. Well, not the first day, though. The Oprah Cookbook. Nope, not the Oprah Cookbook. What could it have been? I'm trying to think. I think it was Jackie's ass put me over the top. Hey! Hey, I knew it was me. Genius. My ass sells books. Well, Jackie gets credit for everything. You know how tough it is for Jackie. <laughs> it is tough for Jackie. You know how tough it is for Jackie, too. For once, he understood someone, and That's it had right. to be Jackie. <laughs> Nobody else has the problems Jackie has. Jackie's the most mentally ill on the show, and he can think it's you, but it's not. It's Jackie. Well, Fred is the most normal. That's one nice thing you did say. About oh, me. thank you. Oh, gee, Fred. Thank you. But, you know, but it's all the other stuff. Well, you got to take the good with the bad. I don't know if being the most normal in this pack is the highest of compliments. Listen, Fred, you got to take the good with the bad. Robin, you got to take the good with the bad. And Jackie, you got to take the good with the bad. I wish I could have found some good. Very little good. Oh, stop it. 99% Let's see if we can find some good. Give me a copy of my book. Does anybody have a copy of my book? Or have they all been burned? They've been burned. Okay. Well, whatever. The most normal in the room is like having the smallest criminal record in prison. It doesn't even matter. You're, you're all screwed. It's the least crazy in an insane asylum, too. <laughs> who has who has the least diagnoses than everyone else? Oh, good lord! I I I don't believe that. I don't believe that Jackie's the more uh, has more of a mental. I think he's probably one of the most grounded out of all of them. I, I, I would I, agree with that. Yeah, I think, I think Fred up. is psychotic. 
I really do. I, th- I, I can only imagine what he's doing to, you know, vent privately because right. he's not going to do it publicly. He has a motorcycle, but you can only ride so much. Like he has a guitar. Okay. Um, just, yeah, it, Jackie, see, I, I see, I see Jackie in interviews since he's left the show. I've seen him on TikTok telling his jokes. Still, mm. he still has the nine six two wine line. I think that's the number. It's just there's something more everyman about Jackie. Right. Fred, Fred's just a creep. I, I, and especially with all of the misogynistic things that come out of his mouth that you know he wrote. It. It's it's a little scary, honestly. We know how I feel about Fred after the Rainbow Room, mm. and um, yeah, I still have a, a huge heart for Jackie. So yeah, uh, and you know, and uh, besides, you know, Gary, because either Gary, besides Gary, Gary being the family man and all that stuff like that, yeah, Jackie is more of the common guy. You know, you know, when he did drink, you could have a beer, and you know, he'll he'll be obnoxious with, with the way he is, but it's no different than what any other um water cooler kind of person will be it, it, he just he seems more uh situated with being able to connect with society than the rest of these loons fred might have <laughs> fred, fred didn't have this gig he'd probably been like in prison or something <laughs> i don't be, know i don't know i think he'd be like a grave digger or something just right. do, you know working odd jobs but my thing is like Bowie changed over the years when he got this serious he got this big ego he right. became very hated, you know, for his pompous attitude. And and that's what comes when you get new money, you get a promotion, you get a bigger job, um, you get more popular. And some people handle it, some don't. He could yeah. not handle it. And John hanging out with John Hine didn't help anything. My God, those two clowns. But Jackie still to this day, any day, you know, he's not a threat. He's not cringeworthy. He's just like you said, obnoxious is probably his biggest fault. Yeah, uh, Bowie became later on, uh, you know, uh, later on became the elitist of uh, out of the mall. Uh, but at this time, I was saying, you know, Gary was, you know, still humble at that beginning. He was still, uh, still even, yeah. even before they went into to before they went to to Sirius that um he he had that 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 common guy thing. Uh, yeah, until you know. Started hanging out, uh, hanging around with Ross a little bit more, and, and oh, right, that ruined him too. The the, the squad. Uh, I said in the book. You meant? I I'm meant. Sure. I meant. <laughs> I did. I did mean it. Here's a copy of my book. Let's see. Let's see if we can find anything good on First Robin. Uh-huh. Then we'll work our way down. Um, your best friend. I hate to hear how you talk about it. Uh, oh, so now you're remembering some good things. No, but the things you say about me. I'm just a pain. You had to feign illness. You were a pain. Uh, I told you you were right, a pain. Right, right, right. You're not a pain anymore, although today you are. <laughs> I know. I said, you know what? I might as well go in there and just keep my mouth shut because anything I say. I love pain. Robin. There's absolutely no better partner friend in the world. It's a mind meld. We don't need to look at each other or plan. It just happens. I can't because a, I'll have to. Oh, just excuse my- me. <laughs> excuse me, honey. Oh, boy. Honey. You're getting under my skin, okay? See? That's exactly what he writes. And he's not kidding. He's no, not that's- kidding. That. Yeah, that's, that's legit. Because mm-hmm. he, he's trying to not be robo wiggy. He's actually trying to share that he might have some kind of emotion. That's, connection. I, yeah. Yeah, a connection with with her and 
she's not buying it. And no. She's not. He's not. Yeah, she, she's not buying it, and it, it's really pissing him off that he's trying to 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 to, to feign it. They try to show it. I think if the Robin, the present day Robin, were to hear him read this to her now, she would be in tears. Right. Right. But back then, she was still ill mentally. Right. And it nothing he says is ever going to get through to her at this point. Yeah. It's in the book. You're getting I under love my her, skin. but she gets under my skin, baby. Baby. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see if we can find anything else nice. Maybe maybe there's just nothing else in here. Oh, gee. Let's see. Well, you're looking, aren't you? Looking oh, I'm, I'm really straining. Well, well, where just, is it? Mm, oh, I, I, so nice, though. Of course it's nice. What's around turned, it. He takes it out of context. Robin is. Oh, so let's see if we can find something fun. else. Robin is one of my closest friends and one of the few people in the entire universe who understands me. Remarkably, there's never been anyone in my entire life more supportive of me or more loyal to the yes, show. Yes, and I can't understand how if I anyone was so tries, horrible since if I've anyone, been doing that. Be quiet. If anyone <laughs> tries to attack me, Robin reacts like a rabid dog. Oh, not anymore. She hops on them and bites their effing ear off. <laughs> Another dog reference? Mm. <laughs> Good point. Here's the other thing, too. That's not complimentary to her. It's more complimentary to him to say it's more along the lines of sense of, yeah, I'm doing that because, you know, she better know her place because if not, she ain't, she ain't got a job. There's that. And there's the it, it's nobody. Under, nobody's ever understood me. It's back to him. Right. You, yeah. you know, it's this war of the narcissist that we have. Right. And he also says is the most loyal on staff. Well, what about Marsh and Fred? Right. He was, he's there because he's so loyal, but she's now more loyal. Like, I almost think he, he set this up so that they would both question who's the most loyal on the show. And obviously they're not going to say Jackie because of the contract negotiation issues they've had with him. Mm. And <laughs> by the way, he had to went through two pages. <laughs> he turned to Yeah, he did. Before finding the complimentary piece. <laughs> and I've been depressed. She magically lifted me out of it. Who's talking like a loved one now? Who's talking like who's talking like a loved one now? God, maybe I'm the one who's in love with her. Maybe I do have emotions. Yes. Right. Yeah. But what about? Oh, I, she she made me so crazy. She was a pain in my ass. You, you were. I had a pain illness. Yeah. You were mental. Oh. I had to put up with you. Right. 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 And I'm a damn good guy for it. Sure. You're all damn I right. Had to ever do, I had to fight for her. I had, and then she yeah. all over me. Yeah. yeah. That's what you did. Right. 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 That's what you wrote all about right. in your book. Okay. Go read your own book. All right. I, I'm repeating her history, and she's. You uh, are writing about <laughs> right, Jackie. You. All I right, know my, my, is that my buddy, I wind up. From what you've read so far, I don't understand. Yeah, of course not. On wheels that you know. Thank God. Robin makes me feel funny. A lot of people don't like Robin's laugh, but I know it's truly genuine. If you heard Robin in a room alone with me, she'd laugh just as much. Her laugh is a great tonic for me. Sometimes she laughs at things I don't realize are funny, and that keeps me going on a topic. If she doesn't laugh, I might lose confidence That's nice. and go on to something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All a lot I do of is laugh. <laughs> Just be quiet. Yeah, you sound, you sound don't tell me that I that's, couldn't read my chapter and find something that's nice in it. What that I was do. totally nice. That, what it yeah, just said. right. Well, you're not insulted by that. But I that am. didn't say all you can do is laugh. He just said he enjoyed no, this. Yeah, one... That's how he describes what I do. <laughs> just shut up, Robin. You sound ridiculous. Right, I know. I always sound, you sound ridiculous. ridiculous. That's exactly what you say in the chapter. Mm -hmm. I devoted a paragraph to Robin's laugh. 
But that's the paragraph on what I do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's her talent. I see. Good. Yeah. Fine. Mm-hmm. I- the paragraph dedicated to her laugh is basically saying, yeah, I know when she's fucking uncomfortable. I know when she's, I know mm-hmm. when she's faking it. It, it, it. That's what the whole paragraph should be. Uh, what it literally just say, but his is more. I think it's more. It's, a, it's infectious and it, 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 it's, 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 it's lives it livens up the mood. Blah blah blah. It's bullshit. <laughs> it's what it is. It's bullshit. Total. You know what? It really doesn't bother me because Robin you know, contributes frankly, to the show. Listen, listen to the. This is how idiotic this sounds. Short, I wouldn't be having this conversation. Robin's contribution with you. to the show in ways. Uh, Robin contributes to the show in ways people can't see. She's an integral part of our brainstorming sessions. And when we have a guest on, Robin, who has a feed that goes right into my headphones, might surreptitiously whisper, "Why don't you ask them if they ever after donkey?" But there's a reason that Robin sits in a separate studio. Robin represents the audience to me, so I want her to her response to be fresh, and I want it, you know, I want it on the air. She's the only person who's allowed allowed to talk yeah. freely on the show. Right. Okay, thank you, Jackie for or Fred. Me. Yeah, that's right, Massa Howard. That's right. That's not how the oh, show. Cr- Ooh, kind of okay. kind of goes, goes along to what I said earlier. <laughs> kind of goes. With, <laughs> yeah, but also, um, I get, I. I I get that part of her being the audience, but the other thing that is contradictory is the fact when he says that she contributes to the show. She's never in writing sessions. That was brought up many, many times. She's never part of the creativity of the show. And Gary had off, had an argument about uh, that before about being a was it a it was Lotus Notes at the time <laughs> or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and that she's never involved in it. And Wiggy has said, I don't want her involved because I want her to not be a part of it because I want her to be fresh. So her being part of the creative process is how does that work? Well, I was shocked when I read that part about her being in the meetings because I don't believe it for one second. I, I, I'm surprised it got put in there and that no one's challenging it. Mm. Maybe she sat in on one or two um, uh, bits they wrote, maybe for like the Channel 9 show. But Overall, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't see her as a contributor. She's missed out on things or invites or uh, the email chains. She wasn't in these meetings. There's things she's like, I didn't know about that. It's like, well, you weren't in the meeting, bitch. Right. So you're not going to know about it. And if he wants that kind of spontaneous reaction from her, then no, she can't be around. She has to, if he wants a real honest reaction to a bit, a phone call, whatever, a guest. That's great. I I had no idea she had a direct mic into his ear. I've never heard that before. Yeah, never heard that either. So that makes me wonder who's got the mic in his ear nowadays for interviews. I think it probably depends on the guest. It could be Bowie. It could be Hine. It could be somebody that knows a lot about a particular guest or something and that can clue him in. But the fact that he's got somebody whispering in his ear during things and kind of cluing him into where stuff is. I mean, I, I figured or had a monitor with messages coming from the back, but the fact that someone could be in his ear like that, even now to this day, and it still doesn't matter. I mean, he's still just as clueless and confused and getting worse, more senile day by day. 
So he, he's going to blame her for the stupid questions that he'll ask people. Like, I, I, I also took it as maybe that he, I guess, was mind melding with her. Like, it's some kind of ESP that they're having this conversation with amongst each other about ask if they F a donkey or something like that. But the real telling thing was the mention of she's the only one allowed to speak. And mm-hmm. he stood firm with that. Stood for yeah. with that. Um, interesting, interesting dynamic. I wouldn't have probably, I wouldn't have taken that as a compliment. Wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have used that as a way to win that argument. Well, he's looking, <clears throat> sorry. He's looking at things that I'm gifting, like I, I'm the king and I'm gifting you with this ability to mm-hmm. have direct access to me because I am so important. Well, here, you know, you can hear her, how she's calling a massa and the way she takes mm-hmm. it, that she's allowed to have this access. So, yeah, it's it's kind of her, like, after all these years of witnessing all the racism on the show, all of, mm-hmm. you know, the Klansman bits, the Fred is um, uh, uh, Kurt Waldheim. It's just Kurt Waldheim Jr., it's just, I think she's kind of blown off some steam because she's <laughs> held back a lot over the years. And this is kind of a, a cathartic moment for her, maybe. Yeah, and it's like oh, like down the line when she gets really peed when uh, 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 Carver sits in her studio for the, for the roast. And that really took her over the edge like that. I mean, I understand where she was coming from, but yeah. out of that comes in after years of uh, having to hear all that and this right here saying she's the only one allowed to right hmm. interesting it came to be you allowed me to do it of course i wouldn't be working here they wanted you to be a newswoman premise oh. of what i do <laughs> all right okay i didn't allow it no you didn't allow it. i see it just, it was created. It was what happened oh, as we came together. Oh, but, but now I you allow me to speak. Shot. Thank you yeah. very much. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm glad to be allowed to do something. See, but she walks off the show for the stupid Cleveland argument or uh, discussion about her being late or whatever. But right. this is actually a really critical statement in which he's made. And she's basically saying, no. That's not how it occurred. This became a natural thing for us to have. But now you're telling me that you went to the back and said that she's allowed to do that. But yet she won't walk out for that because basically saying like, bitch, I'll let you get this job the way it is because I said you could do that. But she's not angry about that to walk out. But she'll walk out about some berating about being late for a book signing. I don't understand. Yeah. Notice he throws the newswoman thing in her face. Right. Like, bitch, you were a newswoman. Now you're my Mm co-host. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I put you there. I allowed you to be there. I brought you here. She's like, oh, we co-created this. No, sorry. You don't have the final say. Exactly. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not your name on the show. Although it's, it's, it's a harsh reality for her to hear. And, you know, Maybe that's something she wasn't aware of or didn't come to terms with, but it's kind of 
it's kind of hard hitting to hear it on the air. Like, no, I allowed you to do that. If not, your ass would have been doing just an hour of news with us. And then you could go right the fuck where you're supposed to be. Now she's also going to start looking off screen, looking, mm-hmm. you know, at her computer. She's not going to be looking at him in the eye because this is like a dagger in the heart to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're right. It's a horrible thing I wrote it about is. you. Well, you'll just have, have to get over it. You'll have to get over it. I know I'll have to get That's over it. it. You'll have to live with it. Because you're going to allow me to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not allowing you. I'm commanding you to. Well, that's what you did yesterday. That's you right. You commanded me to do my job the way you wanted me to do that's it. That's right. So now you're really taking over and cracking the whip. <sighs> you're allowing <sighs> me to do this. Let's move on to Fred now, since I was so uh, mean to Robin. You're going to command me to get over it. I then say Robin is cured. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, I say the new Robin is a lot of fun and the greatest and most generous radio partner in the world. It's a horrible thing. Another slam. Another slam. Ooh. Fred Norris. <laughs> you know, the hell with all of you. I, I am not going to defend my work. My work is my work, and you can do you can you can say or think whatever you want. And Fred, you can think whatever you want. I put away your records, and I'm. That's adult. right. And you can write. And you know something? I love you for it. There you go. That's all. I always thought I was more than that, but no, that's what you are. That's all I wrote about you. I know. That and all my quirks. <laughs> well, the quirks I can't hide, Fred. The quirks, the yeah. quirks are there, and I've announced but them on I, the air for years. But I think they have been. Exaggerated. You're as quirky as they go. Not nearly. <laughs> what was exaggerated? Not Name nearly, one quirk that I exaggerated. Not nearly as quirky as yourself. Na- Robin did a very good job of telling me what she didn't like. Tell me what you felt I exaggerated <laughs> in your quirks. You want to know something? I was, the book. I was so shocked. Yes. At by it was it was it was numbing to me. Oh, was that right? It was numbing to you? numbing to me. And I I know you're making fun of that, and that's fine. (laughs) I understand what he's saying. I know exactly how he feels. What what is the quirk that, uh, what is the quirk? It was. What is the quirk that you object to that you think I'm exaggerating? What do I think that you Yes, what was I exaggerating? It's not so Excuse me, Robin, I'm not talking to you. When when I was addressing you, he didn't he didn't talk about you. But I will say No, now you are now your microphone is not being allowed to be used. you can you can you can talk about I'm talking to Fred all you want, but I'll tell you I'm allowing you to have free reign right now. Okay, I'll tell you I'll tell you the thing that really bothered me the most. I think that my contributions to the program were really, really minimalized. Oh really? I do. Oh you do? Okay, you know, it's like you're, you you're think getting, you're you, yeah. defensive and you Did I write about how great the voices are that you do? Uh, Did I write really. you a great writer? Not really. Oh, uh, not really. Not really. Oh, no. I see. Well, let's so see. You get, so, you so to, okay, so now you're so that was minimal. Now tell me about the quirks that you don't like. Okay. I see. I wrote that uh, Fred is a guy who does incredible voices. When I met him, he did incredible impersonations. Yeah, but it didn't come off that way. It well, really to you it, it didn't. Really didn't Excuse me, Robin. I didn't ask your opinion. I didn't ask your opinion. No, this is not a book Fred. review section. <laughs> oh, my God. What is it then? What is it then? <laughs> Why are we here? Why are we doing this episode then? Why are we? <laughs> First of all, shut the fuck up, Robin. <laughs> Fred never gets to talk, and he's finally talking, and you're going to just stomp all over it? Well, she knows that he's not really good at conversations like this. If you've ever heard him uh, debate or argue with something, he's oh, someone. Xanax. Yeah, he's not, he's not very focused when it comes to his displeasures. So I, I can get that aspect of why robin will chime in because she knows he's he's defenseless because he doesn't he doesn't know how to articulate but in this sense yeah i want to hear him say what uh what upsets him 
sometimes the pauses and the stutters in between are the key telling points. And it, you can't get the full effect of Fred's message here. His right. anger, his seething, uh, the things that, you know, Wiggy said that he called him an incredible voice guy, an impersonator. Mm-hmm. I don't think he used the word incredible. I think he, I'd have to look that one up. Talented. I believe it was talented. If okay. I'm not mistaken, it might have been. But, well, did he talented. say incredible? Did he just say he's very talented? Because yeah, there's but, a big difference there. Right. It's just words. I get it. Maybe I'm being too uh, detailed, but Fred wanted a bigger hurrah about him. And he didn't get what he wanted. He didn't get the writer's acknowledgement that Jackie got because Jackie's the head writer. And I think that eats away at Fred somewhat because Fred was there first and that Fred maybe deserves or feels he deserves the senior writer or the head co-head writer position. Um, well, it's like, um, it, it's, it's how Jackie is the one that needs his ass shined, you know, just to, you know, make him feel good. At this point, it, it's Fred who needs it. If anyone who needs to be baby more than anything, oh, it's Fred. Yeah. It is Fred. Well, they all do. Right, but it, in, in knowing his, he, I, 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 although we often said that Robin is delicate, I said because of his mental state and how he's been, Fred is even more delicate because of not getting that nurturing from Wiggy. You know, Wiggy, Wiggy's way of nurturing him saying, hey, listen, you still got a job with me. It's mm-hmm. never it's never really the whole thing. And the way that he nurtures him is saying Fred is loyal. Yeah, a beagle is loyal. <laughs> I mean, come yeah. on. You feed a beagle, you give it a treat. It's going to stick by you for a while. Man. And according to Fred and Robin, they never got the nurturing as children that they mm-hmm. wanted. So now he's the daddy figure. And with this book has an opportunity to give praise. Right. So it's not going to be good enough for them what he's given out yeah it's um it's interesting uh i've always been and, and, and i probably said it a couple of times on the, on uh, on the episodes i've always been a fred guy i've i've liked fred for some time as a talent uh when you start looking at the layers and you see the real him it's like mm, this guy this guy's kind of off the wall <laughs> he's kind of there's, there's something dark about this guy yeah uh, yeah he's, he's like mm, it might be but at the same time, um, he was able to mend that kind of, it, I guess, to make Wiggy seem more, I guess, hilarious. He would help to 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 embrace that. More hilarious with his drops and drops bits, and adding writing to, parodies, you know, adding to Wiggy's ridiculous, you know. Uh, uh, um, notions and 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 comments that you know fred would actually try to put you know pepper it up a little bit okay because there was times that that wiggy would just be he'd be bland as as potato salad without salt Mm -hmm. (laughs) it'd be just like that well now he does it with puppets and angry ronnie voice yelling cunt all the time and 69 and gash and (sighs) all these horrible names synonyms for Vagina, so yeah. So, uh, you can have Fred, by the way. I want no parts of him, so he's all yours, sweetie. He's oh no, all believe, yours. Believe me, once 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 Billy became part of the show for the time period, and that's that became the guy. Yeah, Billy we'll take Billy any day. Yeah, for sure. Billy became the guy. 
This is the book notes. Right. Section. This is. You know what it is? We're it's like you're asking, but this you is not review. You, I asked for your review of you, and it's not a roundtable. I, I also take offense. I'm never writing another book. I also take offense that you call me a homophobe, which I am not. Yeah, no, that's true, Fred. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it's true. By the way, at this point in time, Fred actually has the book out. <laughs> he is. He's paging not, through not it. I'm wait, I was waiting to see the highlighter go off. I was waiting for him to have all that ready to go. I'm surprised it hasn't been highlighted already, but it's so dark in there, it's hard to tell. Right. Yeah, now, nah, Fred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some hope. And, and, and that goes on for years, that, that it's... um been um pronounced to say that he's very homophobic except well, for the time when um uh gay rich was sitting on his lap and um, he was stroking him during the bachelor party after 16 shots of tequila and he was like <laughs> blind ass drunk yeah well fred's not a homophobe for lesbians just uh gay men right right exactly okay let's be clear on that where do i call you that you and your little the world's biggest homophobe is pending the gayest guy alive that's right i'm not a homophobe you are homophobic. I don't. The day that I was in the room no. with you and I was walking around in my underpants, I'm you couldn't even handle something. it. I'm modest, but I'm not homophobic. There's a difference. I feel you're homophobic. Well, see, that's something that you should either talk. And to you me are about very or... up to. No, I'm, te I'm telling you, you're homophobic. I'm uptight, it. I'm uptight, but I'm it's not my homophobic. My opinion. I'm a, I, I'll give. <laughs> although, let's be honest. Like, how many of us would have been able to do it? But the day of the gay dance party with the Goo Goo Dolls. Mm-hmm. Fred didn't dance with anybody else but Jackie. No. Oh, oh no, no. Oh, was it? Um, oh no, no. Um, John Stewart. He he danced with John Stewart. Wow. And he he was not in a thong. Uh, he was, yes, he was. Yes, he was. Was he? Yeah, he was in a thong. I thought he had the officer. No, he was in a thong because that's uh, the woman called in the next day and she said that Fred had a huge package. <laughs> <laughs> so no, yeah, he made sure that he stayed in his little corner. In his little cubicle, his very little spot, safe. and yeah. stayed very safe. While Gary and even Scott DePace, who is the biggest homophobe in that whole uh, that whole universe, was out there dancing with the the gay guys. Wow! 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 See, you are homophobic. <laughs> okay. See, that's that's something that you are so uptight about okay. gays. And if a gay man, oh no. please, no, oh no. All right, so you're not homophobic. Go ahead. All right. Read more. Read more. What else What? What else did I exaggerate? I feel what like is... we're the black Israelites. <laughs> Read. Read. Read the book. Right. As that guy said on Entertainment Tonight or whatever it was last uh -huh. night, he said, Old Testament, he held the private parts, New Testament. Okay. There you go. Go ahead, Fred. Okay, Fred needs help with eating. You, oh, 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 gee, I've never said that before. No, Robin, no. excuse me, I will allow you no. to talk now. No, no. Have you, Robin no, pointed no, all no, this no, out no, to all me. All I have hold to on. say if is you the want to manipulate the situation, we're real. Do you talk with a pouch? Okay. Do I catch you with a pouch every day of this show? Well, it's because... It's a, oh, that's because what? Does Robin watch you slurp yogurt? Well, do you eat too? Do you of eat course like I do. Do I, do I talk about it? Every core do I talk core? about the food in my hair when Gorilla yeah, orders me potatoes? Yeah, but nobody sits here and humiliates you over that, do they? I humiliate myself. I don't need anybody to do it. Yeah, it's much different. <laughs> oh, I see. It's much different when you right. self deprecate So I'm wrong. So you're else. saying that I exaggerate your eating opening him. a checking account in Washington, You didn't? I had a checking account. No, you didn't. And who helped you get that checking account? Who brought you to the bank and who brought you to get your apartment? I got my own Checking account. Ah, uh, ha, ha. Please. Oh, please, Robin. Please, hey, the, Robin. The quirks, do we have a rube on our hands or the what? Works were true. Thank you. That was true. Thank okay. you. But I'll tell you. <laughs> thing, I will say. <laughs> what are we thing. arguing about here? No, no. No, but it's great. I can't say, uh, Fred. 
in that no, but entire you list that's not one I really thing that didn't happen. I mean, no, come on. Okay. I, you know, Robin is saying in her defense that I'm a liar when it comes to her, but I cannot possibly be lying when it comes to you. You couldn't have made that stuff up. skip the quirks thing. I will. But I will say. All right. So you admit that you are wrong about the quirks. No, I won't. You will I not. say you exaggerated them. <laughs> I will. I didn't. I thought I was. Uh, okay. He didn't put them all. Whatever in. you want. Did to you say not about stay that. in my apartment whatever and eat hot dogs? Whatever you want to say about that. Whatever you want to say about that is <laughs> Did fine. Did you not okay? stand okay, up? Okay. Go ahead. But I will say all one right. thing. Go ahead. Yes. Like, go ahead. I was really hurt by the fact that you just. Did not give me the kind of credit. Oh, we're that back I to that. Yeah. Okay, now let's go back and take a look at the credit and let's see if <laughs> you we want got to know something. You can read that all you want, man. Well, listen, let's see. So hold on. It's the totality, Howard. It's so agree. minimal. No, Robin, <laughs> no, once again. <laughs> okay, wow. Because the, the way he eats his yogurt and uh, sips his coffee. <laughs> he has a pouch of food in his cheek that he doesn't swallow right away, which is that is strange. That is weird. Is uh, yeah, that's weird as fuck. That is that's weird. some squirrel shit there. I don't get, but um, he didn't address the shovel that he drives around with. Right, okay. right. <laughs> Just you know, self defense, maybe bury a body. Who knows. Uh, pick up dead animals off do knows what with them. Any of these are possible. But his beady eyes and partial half mustache that he can't even fully grow are driving me insane. The visuals here. Doing we're not really talking about them. We're not going over like how this is probably the most beautiful that we've seen Robin look. Right. Yeah, it's funny. I was, I was Jackie's about, fine. Was, well, yeah. This is like we the, did talk the, about Wiggy. Yeah, this is the height of beauty when it came to those three. She looks beautiful here. I will. Yeah. I cannot say one bad thing about her look right here. I really like the way she presents herself. Her dress, the jewelry, the hair, everything is fine. The makeup. Right. Um, but Fred, man, just creeps me out. I can't even begin. And he's okay. My other point was this: if they, if he, if Wiggy were to say something really, really nice about them in the book, they could turn around and use that during contract negotiations, especially. Right. Uh, oh, especially Jackie. Jackie would definitely. Jackie. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. So he really had to walk a fine line because you can't overpraise people because then they get settled mm -hmm. and then they don't strive for any more. They're not hungry. Right. In Philly, we say hungry dogs run faster. Right. Because we're always the underdog in these goddamn Super Bowls. Well, we're back again. Good luck. Good, good luck. Week. <laughs> good luck. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, it's so much fun. The best TikTok I've ever seen in my life are Philadelphia Eagle fans. Just crazy shit. And if this town, if this town wins another Super Bowl, look out. Just go to Eagles TikTok and Listen, and sit down I, for an hour and have yourself a blast. This year. It wasn't the Giants year this year. We got I understood that. I came in going I went in forward going I know what we got going on. We still got some some tweaks here. But uh, as a Giant fan, I must say good luck to you because you're my girl. But wow. other than that, Thanks. Yeah, you guys lose. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> and Sam, my my condolences to you and the Bills. I really wanted to right. play you guys. But it it's just wasn't meant to be. should have been there. Some New York team. I know. We had we had all these uh, horses in the race. And now, right. now I oh, that's the other thing I, I want doing up about the show if richard and will will do something make a bet this week live on the show but by the time this episode comes out yeah, yeah. it will already been history so yeah we're looking to air this show by mid-july <laughs> <laughs> just a prediction so much content that's coming out for qf it's just amazing like i i will be happy to know that this show comes out around my birthday that'll be great <laughs> Aww. well we'll do what we can 
Yeah, but uh, no, with, with Fred, his his like his, his quirks. I, like, I, I wouldn't been able. I wouldn't say that that was the negative the negative part of it. It was more of about his contributions. Um, the fact that, like you mentioned, that uh, there's other points of doing everything his stepfather did. That was like he, he was kind of. Mm-hmm. He he bought the same kind of cars. He bought the same kind of audio equipment. He he never seemed to have a mind of his own. Um. He, he he's oh please we 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 could have ran down how he um acted in uh during the rainbow room incident which by the way we did do that <laughs> we have an episode yeah we did we we cover that uh there was a part in the book where Wiggy goes into Fred's bag he carries a plastic bag around right and Fred went to the bathroom and Wiggy went in the bag and he had a book about dealing with being child of abusive alcoholic parents. Right. Now, I thought his dad was an alcoholic and abusive. But in the book, they say he's not. Now, maybe they're referring to the stepdad. But the stepfather he, isn't because that's how he got no. his name. It's the, the his real father who was the abusive one. Okay. Well, in the book, they deny that he has that, mm-hmm. um, which I think definitely plays a role into his quirkiness. Right. When you have a when you have a traumatic childhood and you it just it sends you in a whole other a whole nother path mm-hmm. than most people that don't have it. So yeah, that, that would explain a lot if that was the case. Um he obviously doesn't have strong familial connections. He talked about his brother dying and not talking to him, even up until the death. Right. And having regrets about that. So, yeah, Fred's kind of really dark and weird, creepy, just, you know. Um, but for him to go at Wiggy, sure, I'll take it. You know, they've, that's always, they, that's always they, a blessing. They've actually, said, they've actually said that out of all of them, the three who had it worse were uh, Robin. Because her... her it, it, they coincide with the whole thing with her father. I, I I don't believe that shit. I think she had something else that was going on, and it wasn't a it wasn't abuse. I think it was something that it was more chemical, if anything. I think there's something more going on with her there. Uh, Gary, Gary, they said Gary had it bad coming up because of the of right. his mother. His mother, his mother was very uh, verbally abusive, emotionally abusive. She had she had her qualms, but they said out of all three, Fred had it the worst, and hmm. it's so bad that Woody would never even mention it. That he says, dude, like we could talk about everybody else's. He says, but I will never go down that road with Fred. He says, I won't. Yeah. Well, I kind of think Bowie might have had it the worst. Yeah. Based on um, his book and telling about his mother. I think it was schizophrenia, a manic depressive, manic. Uh, yeah. It was, um, it was going on bipolar, with- like a whole mess of mental problems. And for him to turn out like he did, you know, just being a gigantic a hole, but still a dad doing stuff in the community for his kids, coaching, things like that. That's pretty normal. I'll which give him that. Which didn't stop them from calling his mother one year and asking his mother whether or not she likes anal. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Anything for the show, you know. They all the mothers, they call Jackie, Jackie's mother. They call Gary's mom. And Fred's mom wholeheartedly opened up and said, uh, yeah, I've done that. A couple <laughs> like, times. Oh, God. Okay. His stepfather was like, well, you know what married people do? It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, but my dear, we are uh, we're at the 130 mark here. Um, yeah. I think uh, I think maybe we're going to have to make this a two-parter. Sounds good. Uh, great. But thank you guys for uh, 
listening to part one of uh, the yet titled episode, uh, there's much more to discuss. We're actually going to deep dive more uh, for the second part. We're going to finish off the video and as well and the audio as well as um, go into the book a little bit and start looking at a. Uh, what uh, juicy stuff that was left out as uh, Wiggy is um, <laughs> going through pages trying to find where he said the good parts, but it seems as though he's um, his fingers are doing a little bit more walking than usual. Right. We're going to uh, highlight some of those uh, parts that he skipped over and uh, comparisons that he made. I think you mentioned World War II. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some staff comparisons made that I think are worth mentioning in the most respectful way possible without offending anybody, but yet still getting into what we were given in this book. Most definitely guys. And once again, thank you. Thanks again for you guys being a part of this, this episode There's much more to dive into. And I, and I just look at Wiggy's face right now in the video and it looks like there's uh, much more that we could, uh, we could dissect here, but uh, thanks again for your timing and good luck. Good luck to your Eagles who I hope to lose. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> I'm going to forget that last part. Okay. I'll take the first. Okay. And um, yeah, we'll chat next time we record and hopefully I can bring back some good news. So <laughs> <laughs> thanks Thank for you. that. Thank you guys. All righty guys. And once again, as I always say off to you, goodbye, my sweet loves. Oh, just real quick. I was also calling because uh, I just want to say my <laughs> See you later. Peace of... <laughs> Yeah. Thanks, Ari. Back back. <laughs> back back. All right, buddy. Back back. Eric, what? I couldn't hear you. What did you say? I said the tour that I'm. Take care, say. man. Back back. <laughs> Don't ever call back. Back back. <laughs>